Monday. It doesn't have to be home drunk, and it never is if you're in the Weather Jazz family. Hi, this is Dante Jones from Fox 8. It's Meteorological Monday. Always prepared, sunny side up. Here's Andre. 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 Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything. Weather, science, earth science, and a whole lot more. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier, and I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 524 for Monday, May 22nd, 20. 23. This start of the week episode brought to you by the great folks at Rise and Dine Restaurant in Chesterland. What a great way to start your work week, and it's their Friday. They're open Wednesday through Monday, closed on Tuesdays. And if you're listening to this program and you haven't gotten lunch yet on Monday, they're open for lunch. And their lunch menu is great, just as great as the breakfast menu. And you may want to have breakfast for lunch. They can do either. And believe me, their menu is just so voluminous that you're going to have a tough time to pick something out. So much so, you'll have to go back. Especially if you've not had the experience at Rise and Dine yet. I hope you have the opportunity to go there. They're located on the southeast corner of routes 306 and 322 better known as Mayfield Road and Chillicothe Road. They're on the southeast corner, south of the standalone CVS in the plaza. Give them a try, and we'll see you there sometime very, very soon. Well, as I mentioned, this is episode number 524, and really this should have been a Friday open line episode. However, For those of you that did read, and I did post something on weatherjazz.com, that episode 524 would be postponed. You see, I'm on the board of a ministry called Getting God's Message, better known as Ludd Goals Ministries. And Pastor Ludd has relocated from Chagrin Falls down to North Carolina. And of course, uh, some of our board members are now scattered across the country. So we had a Zoom call board meeting, and it went a very productive hour and a half, almost two hours, with uh, all of our board members all across the country. So I thank you for the elbow room. As soon as I finished with the call, I had to start getting ready for my shift at WJW and didn't have the opportunity to put something together in terms of part two of the Virgil Dominic story. So those of you looking for part two, that will be this Friday. I'll make sure to release it nice and early, just in case one of these other unexpected elements pops up in my day, because I don't want you to go a second Friday without diving into part two of this great story, media story of of somebody who's very, very important in my life. So we'll get to that on Friday. Well, today is Meteorological Monday, and we're going to look ahead in the short term and medium term for those of you that are located in the Ohio Valley. Now, we have seen 
in the month of May, very few days with significant rainfall. In fact, 15 out of the last 21 days have seen virtually no rainfall, at least nothing to any great degree. The vast majority with zero. I see a couple with trace amounts and one with 0.02. That's just barely enough to throw some dots on the pavement and that's it. Now, this past weekend on Friday and Saturday, fortunately, at least some of us saw some decent rains. Decent rains that we so desperately need. On Friday, officially, Hopkins Airport, 0.63 inches. And on Saturday, the 20th, 0.57. So that brings the total at Hopkins Airport to about 1.2 inches. Again, that's 1.2 inches that we really needed because we hadn't seen very much rain all but the first three days of May. Between the first three days of May and May 19th, Essentially, not much of anything. So where are we with the departure from normal in terms of precipitation so far for the month of May? Believe it or not, you wouldn't really know it, but the departure from normal is essentially right at normal. We are seeing a surplus officially on the books right now, prorated for the month of May as 0.01 inch surplus, and that's about as close to normal as you can possibly get, other than perhaps straight up even at 0.000. And while that number is statistically possible, it is almost impossible to actually get there because essentially all of those numbers are averages or means of the extremes on either side. Most of the time, you'll be on either side of that. And up until we got to Friday, we were in the negative impact zone, which brings me to the fact that much of the area, believe it or not, even with the rain that we just recently had, because it was concentrated in the first three days of May, And then again, concentrated on Friday and Saturday, soil moisture, the topsoil moisture for the month of May for much of the state running below normal. It's pretty hard. And I can attest to that because periodically we have to drive just a little bit off of our driveway. And I normally hate to do that because it puts tire impressions on the lawn. Well, with the ground so hard up until Friday, It was like driving on concrete, and it was no issue, no problem, no sinking. Now, what about for the rest of this month? And as we look, it does appear as though we are in a dry cycle again. It's either feast or famine for the month of May. There really isn't much happy medium ground in terms of precipitation thus far in the month of May. Again, all clustered. The first three days of May and clustered between the 19th and 20th. As we look forward to this week, we're looking at a very dry period. Now, we do have a cold front that will come through, and that will come through on Wednesday. However, because it's a backdoor type, it's going to be limited in moisture. Any showers that try to develop along the front will be somewhat limited in scope and mostly in New York State. 
Not here. We may see some cloud cover with it, and that's pretty much it. A wind shift. Once the winds shift, it'll cool off again and stay relatively dry. So we are anticipating really the next five or six days to be basically sunny, basically rain-free, warm temperatures, or at least warming before or just ahead of that backdoor cool front, and then we'll knock it back down into the 60s for Thursday and seeing the temperatures rebound fairly quickly. This is the time of year where rebounds are most of the time very, very quick. And so we'll be spending one day in the 60s, next day 70s, Friday, and then go well into the 70s, perhaps even touching 80 by the time we head into the weekend, the way it stands right now, mostly dry. Now, the long-range supercomputer models indicating that there is a chance that a cutoff low-pressure system, yes, another one, will form and allow some rain to visit us as we push in towards early June. That's something we'll watch. It's actually something that we need. The farmers really would like to see a little more rain on those uh, newly planted crops for some, and some are actually waiting for the soil to get just a little more moisture so that their seeds uh, don't just sit in the ground waiting for moisture. It's a good recipe for seed rot, and we don't want that to happen to our area farmers. So let's pray for a more even distribution of rain and perhaps that cutoff low-pressure system at the end of May, early June will offer a bit of a solution to what has been an interesting month mostly dry, and most of the rain kind of compressed into short little intervals. That's not the kind of rain that's benefiting the soil. A lot of that would run off into the streams and what have you. You need the rain to slow down to the point where it seeps into the ground down a couple of inches and allows those great Seeds like corn seeds, tomato seeds, and all that great garden stuff to start popping up and thriving. Speaking of which, did you know that Ohio is the number one state for tomato production in the USA? Number one. No wonder all those tomato sandwiches look and taste so good because in the summertime, We don't have to go very far in Ohio to find someone that has fresh tomatoes. And I do mean fresh and organic tomatoes. There's nothing like it. You put a little bit of mayonnaise on it, on some toast, maybe some ciabatta bread, and you have yourself one fabulous summer lunchtime sandwich. All right, what's coming up for Wednesday? We're continuing our big Blue Marble series. Last week, we had a great interview. Amy joined us from a guest hostel and spoke about life in Svalbard. Now, Amy is from the Philippines, so moving from the Philippines to essentially well inside the Arctic Circle was a big adjustment for her. She talks about that. If you missed it, head to the episode before this one, episode number 523, and have a listen to Amy's take on life in Svalbard. So this Wednesday, we'll take a more traditional approach and we'll start digging into Svalbard. It truly is a fascinating place. And if you are up for an adventure any time of year, 
But especially now, summer through fall through early winter, it is a wonderful adventure just waiting to happen. And of course, Amy talks a little more about that because she gets to talk to many of those looking for adventures, some of them staying a month, two, even three, even into the polar night. Who does that? Somebody who's looking for an adventure. And of course, on Open Line Friday, be sure to come back. I will have part two of John Telich's conversation with Virgil Dominic. Virgil Dominic is the man who hired me 35 years ago here in Cleveland. He also hired John Telich. And we have such great respect for the man that has quite a history in television news. And we'll get deeper and deeper into his story as John Telich explored his story on his podcast. And we'll rebroadcast part two of four coming up this Friday right here on Weather Jazz. Well, since I did not have a Friday edition of Weather Jazz last week, I would like to highlight, showcase those of you that have stepped alongside me to help support Weather Jazz and all of the production costs that go along with that. And they include, in Florida, Bill and Judy Martin in Vermont, Victoria Singer and Key and Galunas, and in Ohio, Brian and Christine Barnes, and Will and Tonya Krauss. And I would love to add your name. Still waiting to hear from you, and it's very easy to do. Go to weatherjazz.com. Click on the Supporter tab at the very, very top, and you'll get very easy-to-follow instructions, and I'll add your name. And I, too, will get to brag on you when you join this elite group. Do you have a question, a topic suggestion, or just want to stop by to say hello? I am welcoming your email 24-7, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. But of course, you can do that by simply picking up your telephone, too, and you can leave me a voicemail on the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. The number is 234-525-5888. Again, 234-525-5888. Both of those avenues can also be revisited via the website weatherjazz.com by clicking on the Contacts tab at the very top. Hey, let's make a date and let's meet up at Svalbard, north of the Norwegian coast in the Arctic Circle, next on the Big Blue Marble Series right here on Weather Jazz. Have a great day ahead. Weather and science across the globe. Weather Jazz Podcast.